Blog Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. It is Monday. Seminole Softball Monday has been moved. The uh, Knolls are getting on the plane right now out in California, headed back to Tallahassee today. So we weren't able to have uh, Coach Alameda on. But Coach Alameda will join me tomorrow to recap the Seminoles' um, 3-2 outing from the Mary Nutter Classic. She will be on with us tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Today, however, we are going to talk San Jose State University Spartan softball with head coach Peter Turner. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show, powered by Swivel Vision and Softball Spirit Magazine. Like I tell parents, I can't promise you that we're going to win a national championship or your kid's going to win one. Um, but the only thing I can really promise them is how I treat their daughter. And I always say that I want to treat their daughter like they're my own. And um, to me, that's a big part of my job as a head coach uh, in softball is that, you know, I've got to prepare them for life after softball. Beth Tarina, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Head coach Mike Lucie. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Welcome to Lafayette. Welcome. I love Mike Singletary, a former Bears. His quote says, I want the best seven seconds out of my opponent. I want you at your best. And then after that seven seconds, I will grab your hand and lift you up so I can have your best seven seconds again. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And welcome back, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. I'm the coach, Jared Robel, and we are powered, as always, by Swivel Vision Training Goggles, the only training goggles trusted by two thousand by former pro softball player Alyssa Goler. But be ready, because there could be some big announcements with that coming up very shortly. Also, we're brought to you by Softball Spirit Magazine. Check them out softballspirit.us at softballspirit.us. On today's show with me right now to talk Spartan softball, the head softball coach of Jose State University, Coach Peter Turner. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, sir. Well, Coach, let's jump into this. The team right now sitting with a very good record at 12-3. and You faced a some Tough opponents so far, um, right off the bat, you guys playing against opening up against BYU and then uh, 2014 WAC champs, uh, the Utah Valley Wolverines uh, down there in Tempe. Talk a little bit about where your team is right now compared to where you thought you would be. Well, there's a few components that I pretty much trusted. I knew we had a, a very talented hitting team. Uh, my concern was uh, some of the younger kids coming together and our defense as well as our staff. And the first weekend was not our sharpest performance. And, boy, we've really straightened out the two elements, which is defense and our pitching in the last couple weekends. So I'm really happy with that, and our hitting continues to be outstanding. Coach, talking, talking about your pitching, you have a very, very good pitcher who I think is pretty much on the same radar right now as Kansas's uh, Shannon Nadine is being one of the most under-the-radar players. For those people listening right now that don't know, I'm going to give you a minute here. Tell them, how good is Allison Lane? 
you know, she she's done a great job for us when she got here. She's a big kid, you know, about six foot tall, and we give her plenty of rest. But we're a little different than some teams. Uh, we run a, a traditional staff, much like Major League Baseball. I have three starters, and then I have three others that fill roles, lefty against lefty, righty against righty type of role. So Allison's done a great job of anchoring uh, the pitching staff and giving some experience to the other younger ones, but she's shown uh, a lot of resilience and and, and recreating herself and, and fixing a few things, but also being able to come into a relief role. So I'm really happy with the way that she's attacking the hitters and learning how to, uh, to pitch as opposed to throw. Coach, talk about these these last couple games that you just had uh, down there in Santa Clara, um, sweeping everybody. Big win against Idaho State, eight to one. Who Idaho State? For those people that don't know, Idaho State is is a very very good team, um, anchored by of course uh, Vicky Galasso and uh, Haley Breakwell. But coach, talk about how your team just did over well and, uh, overall this past week and, and your feelings coming out of this past weekend? Well, I, I will tell you this. I knew that Idaho State was probably going to be one of our toughest games of the weekend. And uh, we handled them quite well. So, needless to say, I'm pleased. Our hitters uh, jumped on a big lead. And then, you know, Allison threw consistent because they can certainly hit the ball. But as the week progressed, I was – I was somewhat surprised of Chicago, Illinois, how talented that team was as well. And uh, I thought our kids were pretty resilient. We had a we had a tough game against Chicago. We left 16 on base, didn't execute well, but still came back in the seventh inning and won. So for us, anytime you come out of a weekend winning more than you lose, it's outstanding. And the sweep in Division One is extremely difficult. So I. I attribute that to my athletes and the ability that we're so deep off the bench that we can play a lot of people. Coach, how, talk, I talk about that a little bit because what's really what's really interesting about softball roster wise and, and something that I know really has to go into you know the type of players that you bring into your program is that fact that freshmen have to be able to step up right away. You all don't have the luxury of having, you know, 82-man rosters, you know, or large rosters like football does. So kind of talk about some of those players that have really stepped up, you feel, some of the younger players possibly at the beginning of the season so far. Well, we're we're pretty fortunate. We get some transfer students as well that, uh, you know, move away from home, and it's glamorous for year one, but they find out how much they miss their family and they want to return to the West Coast. And like I tell people, because I'm a native Californian, there's nothing like California. But having said that, you are so right. When you get freshmen in, you've got to make sure that they can do more than just play the ball or play the game. They have to adjust to being on their own. They have to adjust to having freedom in terms of going to class or not going to class. You darn well better make sure they have the ability to go to class. And then to play a game that is on a much, much faster level than anything they've played. I mean, they're playing against the stars of all-stars, and they don't get to see that in club ball like they do here. And then lastly is teaching them how to play until you win because there's not a time limit on this game of an hour and 20 or an hour 45 like club ball games. It's, you know, at the end of the day, the university pays a lot of money for you to go out there, wear their colors, wear their name, and be responsible and accountable 
and to advertise the university and to win. And and you got to make sure you get the right ones. And and I have I'm very fortunate. I mean, Daisy Conscious is a freshman catcher that that is not an easy position to play and to manage two senior pitchers and and one sophomore pitcher, and they have complete confidence in her. She has stepped up to get significant playing time. Um, I have a shortstop last name, Kaler, that is that is really learning the game in the last week or so and slowing things down. And then I have others that have, have learned to pay, play their roles, and, and I get them in as much as I can because there's no experience like game experience. Coach, let's talk for those people who listen, because we have a lot of people that usually listen to this show, Coach, that are interested in finding out exactly what goes into making that lineup. How do you balance putting in slappers with putting in traditional hitters? Well, pretty easy because we don't have a slapper in a ballpark right now, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, most of my kids, and it's how we recruit, we like gap-to-gap players. And my kids are traditionally very, very talented athletes that can play multiple. So that makes them extremely valuable to me because I can move them different places to get them in the lineup. And then, two, my kids are, are – we, we recruit hitters. And, and we want those that understand and want to get better at hitting the game. But when we make the lineup, it's hard to take out my front six right now because they are completely on fire. But if you look at my other ones, they're batting well over 300 as well and we have to share time. So it's that's a tough part, and as they say, it's for me it's a, it's, it's a great problem to have because hopefully we're getting a lot of them in, they're getting a lot of reps, and running the game, and most of the ones that are, that are stepping in and getting playing time here and there are my sophomore and freshman players, and that's how you develop them. You're listening to TCRS, the Coach Road Show, joined by – Peter Turner, head coach of the San Jose State University Spartan softball team. We will be right back on the other side of this very quick break. We will talk about the Spartans' upcoming games in Hawaii. Not a bad place to be traveling to in uh, this time of the year. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. when you come in you're you're playing for something bigger than you and you learn that quite quickly when you get here and success breeds success there's every program here is just punching that card to be top five top ten i think recruiting is getting tough because you're you're not only guessing on the athletic potential of somebody but really you're guessing on the the type of mindset that they're going to bring i'd rather have one great pitcher and eight average players than eight great players and one average pitcher. This game's called fast pitch for a reason. It all starts in the circle. How is Yoo-Hoo not on every household shelf? You go drink a Yoo-Hoo today and you tell me you don't like it. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And again, I want to remind everybody, TCRS is brought to you by Swivel Vision, the only training goggles trusted by NPF player Allison Owen and former Mississippi State star pitcher Allison Owen, that is. Check them out, swivelvision.com. Also, don't forget to check out Softball Spirit Magazine, the only softball magazine targeted specifically towards the future-gen players. And, hey, guys, Softball Spirit Magazine was started by a 12-year-old. Check it out, www.softballspirit.us. 
Still on phone with us, though, Coach Turner from San Jose State. Coach, let's talk a little bit about this. I know we were talking off air before we started. You don't really like to look at your upcoming opponents until a week before or that week. So let's jump into talking a little bit about the talent that you guys are going to face out in Hawaii with obviously Hawaii being the toughest as well as also California, obviously. What do you expect your team is going to have to do to come out with victories against Hawaii and California in particular in this upcoming tournament? Well, you know, going to Hawaii is, is obviously a different place to play, and your focus has to remain on that this, this is a business trip. And I certainly find time for history in Pearl Harbor and to have the kids enjoy Hawaii because many will never go there again or haven't. Having said that, we got to take care of business as normal as usual, and all the all the components of our team need to be on on point. You have Hawaii who plays at home; it's difficult to win to beat at home. Uh, that'll be a challenge for us to play them twice. Uh, their their yards a little bit different. The ball can fly out of there in a hurry. Cal obviously is going to be diff, uh, tough, but we just need to do what we've been doing the last couple of weeks and play solid defense, get, get good pitching, and continue to have quality at bats, and, and I, I believe we'll be fine. But if we don't uh, play the three elements of the game well, uh, we're, we're going to have a tough weekend. Coach, I want to talk to you about recruiting a little bit. You know, I think one of the best quotes that I've ever heard in any kind of movie having to do with recruiting was actually in Moneyball. And it's when Billy Bean's talking to his head scout, and he says, I've sat at those tables with you. I, I've heard you tell parents, when I see your kid, I just know. But you don't actually know. When you're in, Take us through, for those parents that might hear this show or are listening right now, take us through kind of your approach when you're talking to parents about not only your program, but San Jose State in particular. Well, that's a real good question because I think most parents have a myopic view of what happens when we recruit. We're not recruiting just the athlete. We're recruiting the entire family. And our our philosophy is very simple. I tell parents this, having children myself and daughters and sons, family comes first, school comes second, and softball is a distant third. And I'm here to to get them an education so they can go out and be productive in life and not return back home and live until they're 30. And and I, I kind of laugh tongue in cheek, but that that really is more important part of our job than anyone knows. And then I have daughters as well, so my concerns are the same as the dad's concerns. Is, is and I want to make sure they they're safe and nothing happens to them that scars them for the rest of their life. So when we recruit. Yeah, you have to have athleticism, but we recruit the entire family to say this is our expectations and, uh, you know, and how important those things are, the welfare of the athlete as well as the academic side become a bigger component than winning ball games. And if I could take care of that side of it and get the family on board, I've had less problems than, than most coaches can have. If they don't play as much as they think they should, it's primarily because somebody is better and they earn that right to play more. And it's that simple. And so we make sure they understand what they're getting into. Uh, my athletes freely talk to recruits. Uh, I have them call my former athletes if they'd like, and to a certain extent, the families, you know, that know athletes that have played for me. So 
to play for our program and to play in, in, in the Silicon Valley of San Jose State, you know, we want to make sure they understand this is our rules and we're going to give you the freedom to, to learn how to become a young, outstanding adult and be productive. Coach, last question for you here. When you're looking at players that are no longer around, you know, through whether it's your program or programs all around the country, one of the things that is very difficult on somebody from the outside and, and for the players as well is you have players on college campuses across the country and, and really every sport that are there for a fifth year in the university they're done with their eligibility. They, you know, they don't know what they want to do, and they're walking around campus aimlessly, looking up at the sky, trying to take one or two classes just to graduate. How does your program, in particular, help players make that transition from collegiate athlete to basically being forced into a retirement in a completely new style of life that they're really not used to? You know, and that's that's a good question. That is something that most need to understand when you come when you play uh, the sport we do, softball. There's not really a an opportunity to play pro ball like you would, let's say, in, in a male dominated sport. Just not there. So we have to prepare them along the way to uh, cushion their landing to reality. Because I, I say this, you know, softball and the, play, the four years here is the greatest time of your life. You won't understand it until you get a job and you get older. But, you know, being in the Silicon Valley like we are, where we provide internships and we, we hopefully give them all the tools to have a life after softball, and we're big on that from my athletic director to my academic team. Our number one job is to get them out of our institution with a degree to be productive. And if we preach it, we talk about it, and softball truly becomes number third on our on our top three list, then it's an easy transition for them. Yeah, they miss it, but they know there's other things in life. Coach Turner, thanks a lot for joining us here today on TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. We will be looking very forward to seeing your team perform live and up close. Um, at the beginning of March, we'll be out in at Fullerton, for the Judy Garment Classic. So, Coach, we'll see you here in a couple weeks. Look forward to seeing you out there in beautiful, sunny California. All right, Coach, all the best to you and your ball club as you guys head out to Hawaii this week. This has been TCRS, the Coach Roadshow, again, brought to you by Swivel Vision. Check them out, www.swivelvision.com. Also, again, check out Softball Spirit Magazine, softballspirit.us. And don't forget to follow Blake and Abby on Twitter at Coach Rocho, and that's Coach R-O-G-O-S. Follow me at Coach Rogel, that's Coach R-O-G-O-L on Twitter. And don't forget, Tuesday, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Lonnie Alameda and Manoles will be back in Tallahassee by then. So we will have Coach Alameda on tomorrow to talk all things Florida State Seminoles in her weekly spot here on TCRS. Until tomorrow, later times, everybody.